It's the Great Dante Read-Through. It's the Great Dante Read-Through, where we are reading through all of the comic strip, The Adventures of Nikolai Dante. Co-created by Robbie Morrison and Simon Fraser from the weekly science fiction anthology comic, 2000 AD. I'm Simon Fraser. And I'm Edie Nugent, freelance writer and Simon's wife. Join us as we swashbuckle our way through the Russian Empire of the future. Warning, there will be spoilers. We will be talking in depth about these comics, so if you haven't read them yet, listen at your own risk. To join our book club and read along with us, go to shop.2000ad.com to pick up the books in hard copy or digital. Today we're reading the second part of The Great Game, found in Prague's 1101 through 1110. Hi, Simon. Hi, Edie. Here we are. Here we are again. Part two of Part our read-through of The Great Game. And I am great game. I am filling a whiskey glass right now. Good job. Of Glendronach. Glendronach, 12-year-old. 12-year-old, which is what the end of this epic story that you are very proud of. I am uh, very proud of On, on reading through it again, you've been remarking on I mean, there's, how happy you are. There's bits it. and pieces I would redraw, frankly, as there always is. Um, but um, I think generally speaking, it holds up pretty well. Yeah. Well, we last uh, left our hero, yeah. uh, Dante, with his wife. His wife. His, his estranged wife. His estranged wife, Ellie, mm-hmm. um, having a gun pointed in their face by General Kvass. General Kvass, yes. Um, and uh, we are getting the whiskey ready because this is a yep, this is an intense <clears throat> ending to this epic. Yep. Um and Jenna Makarov's Dark Star Journals open us up again with uh, while she pursued the hijackers of the Dark Star weapon through more surreptitious, surreptitious, surreptitious. surreptitious channels, Nikolai Dante stepped straight into the line of fire. Mm-hmm. As he does. As he does. Um, and uh, the warlords uh, are staging a coup yep. on Ellie, who took over for her... Mm-hmm. Uh, cleverly assassinated mother. Yeah. Uh, they made it look like it was by her own hand. It was not. She mm-hmm. was assassinated. Um, and Ellie's been taken over for the, the past couple of years, though this mm-hmm. is while General Kravass was yeah. plotting his... Plotting other things. Plotting his coup. Yeah. Um, and he's going to do the same with Dante and Ellie. He's saying he's going to make it look like they killed each other in a lover's quarrel. Yep. <clears throat> To which Dante, here, have some whiskey, hon. Thank you. To which Dante funnily answers, uh, you know, if you'd given us a couple more minutes, like, we might have actually <laughs> taken care of that for you because this is a, a bit of a tortured reunion for these mm-hmm. two. Though he's he's not really being honest because they were definitely softened by the end of that last uh, exchange. She was calling him Kolya. Yes. So, uh, in any event, uh, they managed to fight their way out of it. Hmm. 
Um, of course, any uh, person that, that Dante yeah. sees fit to marry is going to fight their yeah. way out of this. I thought you'd like that exchange. Yes, this sort of um, You too, Brutus. Yeah, you too, Brutus. You too, Brute. Yes. Um, and he says that his dad always taught her that the female were the weaker of the species. And she and drives an elbow into drives his Drives an neck. elbow into his, his <laughs> neck and says, gills. give him my, his gills, yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, give him my regards. Uh, so they fight their way out. Mm-hmm. And um, this time it looks like they throw their attackers out the window. For a change. For a change, they're not going out the window. Oh, I don't know. They will. Not yet. They were getting a page. We're getting here. <laughs> and uh, I'm saying that as I turn the page. Yeah. Um, and uh, but but let's take a minute to appreciate how sweet Dante and Ellie are looking as they mm-hmm. are fighting here. Ellie is laughing. Mm-hmm. She is smiling about how they were too drunk to remember their marriage vows, mm-hmm. if they even made any. And you've destroyed my career and made me a marked woman in less than an hour. You really should visit more often. Yeah. So we have some great high romantic dialogue from yeah. Robbie here. Yeah. And I am loving it. Um, and uh, they are very cute together before they jump out the window. Jump out the window. This is Dante's utter move. Yeah. Just if there's a window, jump trust, out of it. Trust me. And uh, it's a trust fall. He yes, and he calls upon the crest. Yeah. And the crest, the crest is a bit annoyed. A bit snippy. A bit snippy. Strange how you ignore me when you're in the company of women, but feel the urge to communicate whenever your life is in danger. <laughs> He's like, don't get jealous on me, crest. I need the strikehawk. I need that beautiful phallic-shaped Ferrari spaceship, yeah. please. Mm-hmm. And the crest is like way ahead of you. Yeah. And of course it swoops in. They happen to just fall into the cockpit. And cockpit. The, the cockpit. <laughs> And uh, and fly away. Yeah, jealous indeed. Yes, and they have really their their moment together here. Mm-hmm. Yep. In this cockpit. Cockpit. Um, and they are having a sweet little conversation mm-hmm. about how he's still wearing her earring. Yep. Um, and uh, he says he's still him. And he thinks she's still her. Mm-hmm. And they start making out, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're we're moving a little too quickly. Let's take it slow and easy." And then, of course, slow and easy means like catch your breath before jumping on each other again yeah, and, and sending the the spaceship out of orbit. She's, she's rubbing her pants. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw her hand went right for his trousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She went for it. She yep. couldn't. She she was trying to do the right thing. I, but, I relate to this. You yeah. try to do the, right, to do the right thing, thing. but yeah. at the end of the day, you know, you're with your cute chemistry-laden mm. uh, estranged husband in a small space, and things happen. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Um, so they arrive. I love this little panel. They arrive. Was this a you detail? They arrive at... Um, oh, she's wearing his jacket. She's wearing his jacket. I don't know if that's my detail. Is that no, scripted or not? That might have been Robbie. I don't know. It's a good oh, detail. Oh, we forgot. Though. We it like is it. a good detail. We forgot yeah. to say who's drawing this, who's lettering this, who's oh, yeah, coloring yeah, yeah. this, Sorry. and it's. This continues to be written by Robbie Morrison. Drawn by Simon. Drawn by Fraser. Simon Fraser, myself, uh, and lettered by Annie Parkhouse and colored by Allison Kirkpatrick. Allison Kirkpatrick. So yeah. the dream team. Colored by We're hand by Allison Kirkpatrick. Um, and we uh, land on 
Shakan 7. Yep. In the aftermath of what appeared to be a surgically precise military strike. Mm-mm. And we see Valentine again. Yeah. Valentine is there smoking in a waistcoat and a jacket slung over his shoulders and an ascot yes, yeah. and and looks like driving gloves he's yeah. just got like every super villain bit mm-hmm. of kit that you can wear and be super villainy yeah. he's wearing all of it flagging the whole thing here. Yeah. yeah um and um basically uh dante and <laughs> And Eloise are just like straightening their hair, um, mm-hmm. but then also uh, being held at gunpoint. Um, so they are double crossed here. Mm-hmm. And basically, Valentine reveals that he is working with General Crevasse yep. um, to steal the Dark Star. So there's a third side in this squabble so far. We didn't really realize that. Yeah. Yep. So we have the Romanovs who. Makarovs. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the Romanovs want the Dark Star. That right. was Dante was charged well, to go get it. Yeah. The Makarovs also want the Dark and the, Star. Well, yeah, it was that, that's where I was going. And then the Makarovs want it yeah. for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why Jen is looking for it. Mm-hmm. And now we have this. We have the right. double cross from within the Romanovs and the coup double right. cross. So we have the two double crossers working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Kvass, who is the coup double crosser, mm-hmm. working with Valentine. Um, and... He, you know, uh, Ellie is like, sees it right away. Mm-hmm. He wants power for himself. Yeah. And Valentine says he wants more than power and strokes her cheek, which is like the number one way for us to just hate someone yeah. is for them to have like a female prisoner, mm-hmm. you know, at gunpoint and do the cheek stroke thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. But yeah. in answer, we get some... What is this, bullets? Yes. Jenna's bullets, right on time. It's so great. It's like any time a woman is like starting to be assaulted, I guess by anyone other than Dante slapping their ass, (laughs) um, it's like Dante comes in to stop it if somebody's feeling up Jenna. Mm -hmm. You know, Jenna comes in to stop it. They're just, you know, they're right there. Um, And Jenna's there in all her pouty glory Mm -hmm. behind her smoking gun saying in the name of Tsar Vladimir the Conqueror, death to the warlords with the Raven Corps. There we go. So she's arrived and Valentine looks genuinely surprised Mm -hmm. that she's there. Um, And fighty happens and Dante, of course, Mm -hmm. because this is such a Dante move, Mm -hmm. goes right for the hologram on -hmm. Valentine's neck. Yep. Smashes it out. And, and then we are revealed and... with, what are we seeing here, Simon? This is um, what happens when the crest doesn't bond properly. This, I, I, I believe the story is that Valentin basically was the first one to get the crest. Uh, and it didn't quite work. So unfortunately, it bonded poorly. Um, and as a result, it's basically tearing him apart. It's tearing him apart. Tearing me apart. That's right. Um, so he's... Angry and bitter because every time he does anything with his crest, it basically causes him enormous yeah, pain. Yeah, every time I and kill, it kills another part of me. Yeah, he as you says. can see, the crest on his shoulder there is basically like it's ripping, digging into his flesh. His whole face is like there's like ribbons of his face hanging yeah, off. He's not healing properly, Woo! or it's just healing him enough to keep him alive, Woo! but not enough to actually keep him, give him any kind of peace. Yipes! So yeah, he's yipes. This man is a, he's a bad guy, but he's also a victim. Yeah, I mean, talk about chronic pain. Mm-hmm. My God. Yes, I know. 
Um, so he says he's bled more for the Romanovs than anyone, and it's time they bled for me. I believe it. Um, and, uh, so he turns his hand into a bio blade, mm-hmm. uh, while he's yanking back the hair of Ellie mm-hmm. and, uh, is fighting Dante with the other hand. Um, oh. and so they are fighty fighty. We still get time for Jenna to quip about how Dante's brain is between his legs though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always with the They really, thing. you know, they really do deserve each other. <laughs> Jenna and Dante. <laughs> Jenna, we're in the middle of a fight right now. It's Mm. deadly. There's a dark star that could destroy reality. And Mm. you're still like, you know, Dante's brain's between his legs. Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay. She's got Dante on the brain. She's got Dante on the brain. Um, So... she so so Dante very smartly points his Huntsman Five Thousand mm-hmm. at the Death Star, right. and we know that the Huntsman Five Thousand yep. will kill, adapt to kill whatever it's pointed at. Right. So it can kill the Dark Star. It can destroy the Dark Star in theory. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we have a face-off now. We have Dante threatening mm-hmm. to destroy the Dark Star, and we have Valentine holding his bio blade up against the neck. Of Ellie gives us and a thematic echo. Yes, yes. Because we've seen this situation before. Where have we seen this before? Where Dante had the opportunity to uh, rescue her or mm. do the business, or grab the money and or run. Grab the money and grab run. the money and run. In this case, he's has the option of destroying the Dark Star or saving her. As the bio blades are cutting into her neck, and we're getting this great illustration you've done here of the blood coming out of her neck mm-hmm. and bleeding onto his, the little mm-hmm. collar of his jacket, jacket, which she's still and wearing. She is saying, and she's saying, me. "Kill the Dark Star and leave me." Right. Which, from what we've come to know of her, this is very much in line yeah. with her character. Mm-hmm. And Dante, of course, drops predictably the drops the gun. Yeah, you can't do it again. And she says, damn you, Colia. <laughs> and uh, Valentine starts ranting about, oh, the Romanov blood runs thin in your veins. I'm, you know, if I had in doubts about trying to kill you, you've washed them away. You don't know what mm-hmm. it means to be a Romanov, yada, 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 yada. Grabs her in mm. his claws, which are starting to look like the claws from the twins, Alexander and Alexandra. I, yeah. um, so his, his, mm-hmm. his biomech kind of does... All of the things we Similar later things. see, yeah, we never refined in the later it. children. Yeah, we never go into but it's it, an interesting yeah. Uh, yeah. artistic choice you've made yeah. here. I like right. it. Um, and he is dragging her onto the ship, and Dante is begging, please let her go. Mm-hmm. And he says, You make me ashamed, and drives his bio hand through her chest. Yeah. And. Throws her on the ground, takes off with a dark star, Valentine, mm-hmm. and Dante grabs Ellie in his arms and says, you left me when you should have stayed, and you stayed when you should have run. Mm-hmm. And then she dies. Yeah. And he's hugging her. Yes. And the, uh, Valentine takes off with the dark star. Mm-hmm. And he then activates the dark star and sends the... Singularity right at the planet where Dante is cradling Ellie's body. Cliffhanger. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. So we just have to take a moment here mm-hmm. um, with Ellie 
You know, I read this just mm-hmm. before we were going to record, and I was very upset at this part. I was upset. I actually got tears in my eyes. Oh. I actually had I actually had tears. I'm I'm a little choked up right now, mm. um, and uh, I, it's it's a little hard for me because this is a little bit fridging for me. It is definitely fridging. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel, I think we've discussed it as well, Robbie and I, mm. was like, I wish we hadn't killed her. Yes. Because she was such a good character. She is such a good and character. And their relationship was so strong. So good. And it would have been fun to have the relationship between Jenna and her and Dante mm. at some point. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great um, slapstick Yes, moment. the past versus the future. Right, um, or something. But it's, it's really hard. Through. I mean, yeah, she's an amazing woman. She's an amazing black woman. Mm-hmm. And here she is dead. And we met her and fell in love with her, and now she's gone. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely, you know, I'm sure everyone listening knows what fridging is, but mm-hmm. that's the, the old trope of uh, from the Green Lantern issue from the 80s where yeah. um, the Green Lantern, I forget which Green Lantern it was at that point, wasn't I Hal. think it was Kyle Rayner. Kyle, I think it was sure. Kyle. I think it was Kyle. Um, uh, gets uh, dismembered and put into a fridge, uh, basically just to screw with uh, yeah. by the villain, just to screw as a motiv- with as a sort of a, a motivational plot. Right. Point. So now we say because so, of the great Gail Simone who was blogging yes, at the time indeed. and went on to write many amazing things. You'll all be sorry for DC. Um, she did a whole women in refrigerators section, uh, right. where she indexed all the ladies that had been dispatched this way. Yeah. Um, and it also, I was looking it up. It also follows the, um, uh, disposable woman trope. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of tropes around this. So this is, I mean, right. this is ever present in a lot of literature. I mean, cause it's stakes, right? Yep. This is, I mean, I was crying reading this comic. It's mm-hmm. very effective, mm-hmm. um, from a storytelling point of view, but I hate that she's dead. Yeah. I hate it. If there was ever like a Jean Grey coming out of a pod under Jamaica Bay that I want to happen, right. I want Ellie back. I mean, I, I don't see how you do it because well, they yeah, singularity this planet. I mean, I got a chance later on to draw her. Let's say I'm not spoiling anything there, mm-hmm. um, and it was it felt it, she, yeah she was a great character. I really missed her. Yeah. It was a shame. Um, I love her eyebrow rings because I had an eyebrow ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah she had lots of piercings. She really did, and she looked great in them. Um, yeah, well. Yeah, it's really hard. That's mm-hmm. a really hard moment. Um, it's an important moment. I, I mean, I'm really it's... interested if we get any any feedback from our listeners as to what they what they felt about losing Ellie here, mm-hmm. what that was like for them reading it. Please tweet at us, or you know, we mm-hmm. we have a thread going on the 2000 AD forums. Yep. You can you can comment there. Please do. Um, please reading, do. Reading, enjoying all of we them. We read and enjoy all of them, and uh, very interested uh, what your experience was with this. Yeah. So um, we open uh, from the next uh, prog that we're turning to here. Double page spread, Kirby tastic. Yes, and we have Dante holding um, Ellie still in his arms, and mm-hmm. Jenna is coming to him to basically be like, "Listen, I know you're grieving and stuff, but mm-hmm. like, <laughs> this planet's about to implode." We got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Don't let her die for nothing, Jenna says. And this is this is another opportunity. I mean, you know narratively why, why Robbie did this. Not only do we sure. feel for Dante as a human being and feel for the cause so, that he has, but right. Jenna comes in and is wonderful here. Yes. And, and she is, sees that he's not just uh, a self-involved scumbag. Right. He, he loves. And right, he's he loves. capable of grief and, and all those associated yes. emotions. Don't so let him like, kill you. Don't let her die for nothing. For, it's a big moment for the two of them. Yeah. It really is. And, and you feel it. Yeah, And I don't think they really expected that or felt it. Or I mean, it wasn't something... 
as much as he says, oh, I fancy her, whatever, um, and she denies it, whatever. But the, the, I don't think up until this point there was ever any chance of them getting together in anything other than like a drunken fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're looking at some kind of relationship. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, it, it develops later in the story too. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. There's another trope that I read that I had not heard of called the lost Lenore, which mm-hmm. I just love. Hmm. TV tropes is mm-hmm. just a rabbit hole that you mm-hmm. can fall into on the internet. The yeah. lost Lenore is a um, person who, even after their death, continues to influence the character. Okay. Um, I get the feeling that might be the case with Ellie. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, to a certain extent. But, of course, named after the Edgar Allan Poe um, yeah, lost Lenore in The mm-hmm. Raven, um, where he's still thinking about her. Uh, and I certainly hope so, because I love Ellie, and this yeah. is really painful. We're about to see the planet go, and... Yeah. and this is essentially her funeral. So yeah. tell so, us about this Kirby page uh, that you've technical done. Technical point about this page: um, if you, depending on which edition you have, this is the Hachette edition we're looking at right now. So the the page has been updated by me recently uh, to correct it. But um, Allison, who was coloring on very large pieces of Arches watercolor paper at the time, didn't couldn't get a, a large enough piece of paper to do a double page spread on. So she had to glue two pieces together. So on the right hand side of the spread here, um, running along just on the edge of the speech balloons, there was a line, which you could clearly see, which printed in the original printing uh, and the, uh, the Hamlin edition and in the uh, Rebellion DC editions and drove me crazy. That uh, had so to drive you crazy. <laughs> every time I see it reprinted, I'm like, please let me fix it. And for some reason it never happened. This edition, I said, listen, you have to let me fix it. It's like those lines they erased in Star Wars. You remember right. when they did the special editions, you could still see the outlines yeah, inside of the ship. Yeah. you got to get... <laughs> you, 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 so anyway, so they have been corrected. I, I'm well, trying great. very, very hard not to George Lucas the whole thing and go through and tighten up and clean yes. up all the lines because there's all the little things which annoy me, but of course you can't do that. You can't go well, back. Well, I think that you're very smart to restrain your hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's hard for you. <laughs> but I'm pretty happy with that. It looks pretty good. Yeah. I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, uh, you Allison know. Allison did a great job on it. She did. This is wonderful. All the, all the wonderful. Not, to, not to, to diss Allison in any way. Oh, no. I mean, you guys did... were working against the technology of the time there. We, we didn't have computers for another couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, this was just, this was just hard to do. Yeah. And so uh, Jenna turns around to look as the planet implodes behind them. Yep. And we cut back to the Potemkin Potemkin is orbiting. Mm -hmm. um, Orbiting the Shakon 7 black hole at a safe distance. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is what happened to Shakon 7. Right. And he says, you know, it's not often you get a chance to kiss and make up with your wife after seven years. Mm-hmm. And Jenna is very shocked. That was your, your wife. Eloise DeGeneres. And he your says, wife? "Yeah, for a little while there, she really was." Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, a, referring to this last bit of their time together, right? Where they were fighting side by side mm-hmm. and running away in the in the spaceship and Dante, making love in the spaceship. Dante has interesting ideas about marital bliss, but there you go. I mean, <laughs> if you want to make a metaphor for what the battles of uh, domesticity are like, I, I wish they were this grand. Sure, you know. Okay. They certainly feel this grand inside sometimes, even if you're arguing about, you know, mm-hmm. something inconsequential. Who forgot Indeed. what bill? They right. certainly feel epic internally. Yeah. <laughs> even right. if they don't look this fabulous. So the whole, 
Hall of Nicolae Dante is actually a metaphor. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Um, and Jenna says, did you, did you love her? Jenna, why are you asking? I know. Why does she, Jenna. Want, to, why does she want to know? We're so personal now. Mm-hmm. I guess because he's like staring out the window, dejected. Right. Into a black hole. An, I mean, into literally into a black into hole. Into a black hole that was his wife. I mean, if you are gonna mourn someone, that's pretty mm-hmm. epic. Mm-hmm. You know, a black hole that yeah. that they disappeared into. The metaphors are really it's heavy, even, right it's here. Not even a metaphor. It really. <laughs> the hole that you left behind. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dante gets very angry mm-hmm. and lashes out. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, mm-hmm. don't hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, the only love I've ever seen in you and the Romanovs is for power and wealth. And she gets very angry and says, who mm-hmm. are you to judge? You don't know me. Yep. Uh, and... She gets that little mm, look on her she face. She touches him voluntarily. She touches his shoulder. Yeah. And she softens. I know. And then in comes... Mama. Mama. Oh, we don't know she's mama yet. No, we find out Spoilers. in a second. Spoilers. Find out in a second. <laughs> we do find out in a second. It's true. Uh, she's Madam Director still Madam at this Director. point. Simon, excuse yep. me. Um, and she says that they're doing a hollow conference with the mm. with our dynasties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a thing! Um, we need to get our dynasties together for a little coffee yeah. clatch. Yeah. Um, Blake Carrington will be along shortly. Yes, and uh, she says, "I can't notice what's uh, be, I can't help but notice what's happening between the two of you, mm-hmm. Jenna." As ever perceptive. And says, uh, "I've always thought fondly of you, Jenna. Don't let history repeat itself." Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Um, okay, so Jenna's got a history too, and I'm sure we'll find it somewhere. Well, not necessarily Jenna, no. She's not referring to Jenna's history. Ooh. She may be referring to her own. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Okay, all right, all right. Listen, I know. Oh, okay? you know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm all arguing with you like you didn't draw it. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> <sighs> oh boy this isn't a metaphor for our entire relationship okay and uh so then we get to the hollow meeting yeah dante's looking super dejected mm-hmm. but he still finds the energy to put his boots on the table which yep. you know our dante's in there somewhere he's grieving right now mm-hmm. but our anti-authoritarian dante is still putting his yeah. muddy boots on the table um and uh Everyone's being very decorous with each other. Mm-hmm. And um, they're saying a search drone located Valentine's ship. He tried to destroy it by abandoning it in the path of the Voigtkampf comet. Again with the Voigtkampf comet. They are trying to investigate. Um, they don't have any clues yet. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, uh, Dimitri is saying, you and Lady Jenna... We'll yeah. return to Earth with the Potemkin. The Tsar and I are taking charge of the Darkstar affair personally. Mm-hmm. You are off the case, mm-hmm. as they said in ancient times. And uh, transmission ends. Yeah. And so, ever perceptive, this lady really knows what she's about. Yeah. Madam Director mm-hmm. says, you know, if you're going to go and try and kill that Valentine guy who yep. killed your wife, right. you know, I just... I, I sanction it. Like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Not Maybe not sanction, but I, I understand. I'm willing to turn a blind eye. And then she says, I doubt there's many mothers who can happily condemn their sons to death. 
Dante. Huh? Dante. <laughs> oh, Dante. Um, you're good at many things. Picking yeah. up on clues, no, maybe not one not, of them. That's not the thing. Uh, and she says, my son, they're all my children. Valentine, Constantine, Lulu, Andreas, Victor, Nastasia, all of them. She doesn't mention Arkady. Yeah. <laughs> He's just in the all of them. Arkady's here. She just <laughs> runs out of steam. Eh. <laughs> he doesn't even have a crest yet. He's not <laughs> worth mentioning. Um, she says, I am the matriarch of the Romanov dynasty. Mm-hmm. And he says, do I have to start calling you mama instead of ma'am? And she says, I think we can both live without that. Yeah. I kind of love her. She's kind of amazing. She's kind of amazing. Mm. How did... I just don't even understand how Dimitri gets abroad like this. Well, I mean... Ooh. Mm. Oh, boy. I'm not going to like the answer to that question. No, you're not. Okay. You're not going to like the answer to that well, question. Well, we'll get there when we get yeah. there. Um, and so uh, Dante stalks off for revenge. Mm-hmm. And he says, are you still following me, Jenna? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never disobeyed an order from my father before. And he says, no, I never obeyed an order from anyone in, in my, my life. life. And Jenna looks super cute, smiling there after him. Yeah. And off they go, together. Storming off together. Storming off together. Common purpose. Yes. So Jenna's just deciding to throw her lot in with Dante at this point. She is. There is no reason for her to go it's with him. It's a bold decision on her part, because everything could fall apart for her at this stage. I guess She's... she was very moved by... I, the death of Ellie here. Well, let's just say Jenna's done a lot of growing in the last few episodes. I guess. Or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this whole, like, inter-house squabbling thing is starting mm. to seem a little bit thin. Mm-hmm. There hasn't really been a human cost to Jenna before, has there? Right. But now she's seen this, you know, mm-hmm. woman die who, you know, I don't want to call her innocent. She was the head of a mm. marauder organization but not really by choice i mean and she was trying to reform well, them been, i mean also she's been sidelined by her dad so I no i'm talking about that. ellie i know i know yeah but she's, i mean ellie oh you mean that the jenna's been sidelined yeah. by her dad she's uh yeah that's true he did just say like down yeah so it's like she doesn't feel good about that i'm sure yeah anyway. Anyway. um in any event they head off in uh the what is this thing called again the romanov strike hawk it's the strike hawk they get in the strike hawk Mm -hmm. and um they uh see the wreckage of what is this what are we looking at this is valentin's spacecraft this is valentin's spacecraft right it the destruction did not result with a collision Mm -hmm. uh for the crest says did not result from a collision with the comet yes this is the work of a plasma cannon deliberate I believe the Voigt Kampf may hold a great deal more than ice dust. Yeah. Its ion trail contain contains certain trace elements normally mm-hmm. only produced by a starship. Ha uh-huh. So follow that star. There we go. And Jenna says, you know, it's really irritating eavesdropping on a one-sided conversation, which is <laughs> great because it's like Dante's just talking to himself. <laughs> um, and uh, they swoop off. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are power surges emanating from the nucleus of the comet. Mm-hmm. And the ship starts to heat up. Yep. She's breaking up. Kapow, kapow, kapow. Kapow, kapow. And then we just cut to the Potemkin yep. hanging out in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and... This is what Dimitri and Nazar are doing. Everybody's kind of just chatting to each other. 
yeah. the Tsar and Dimitri. Mm-hmm. And they really are just, I mean, I really do love these moments mm-hmm. where you just get like the bloodthirsty warring houses and they're like, oh, quite. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that I'm doing like a British accent, but they're, they're Russian. But, you know, oh, it's it's so nice to be aboard with this, such an illustrious crew of all of these children. Mm-hmm. Finally, Arkady gets named. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got everyone here except for Dante and Valentine. Truly an honor. Oh, the pleasure's all ours, Are Sightseeing how quaint. Yes. Uh, and Pyre's here. Yeah. And um, the comet is heading right towards the Potemkin. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait a it minute. It just changed course. It just changed course, and Com- it's a which, comet. Which comets don't do. How is that happening? <clears throat> and we see... By Anastasia's bones, uh, it's Valentine. Madam Director has worked all this out, of course, because she's like rubbing her So head. he's basically what grafted the Dark Star onto the front of the comet? What's happening uh, here? Well, he's grafted some kind of guidance modules onto the side onto of the comet. Onto the comet, so okay. Co- so he can control it. Okay. Because uh, I by, was a little lost here. I was like, what exactly is happening? We don't know. Um, and, and I do love, like, Mama. Mm hmm. <laughs> I love uh, right. Madam Director just pinching the bridge of her nose like, oh, seriously, oh my God, again with these Christ. these kids. Um, and uh, then, of course, who pipes in over the uh, ship to ship ship to ship comms? Mm. But Valentine looking bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have fun drawing this outfit? Yeah, because you have guys. him in like a candy striper purple vest. I guess yeah. the purple is Allison, but a candy striper vest yeah. and a top hat and a cane. Yeah. No, I had a great time with that. Uh, I got some pushback on that. I think Robbie was Did like, you? what are you doing? I'm like, well, come on. He's talking about being grandiloquent gestures. I mean, come on. Enjoy yourselves. Right. Yeah. It's wonderful. I mean, it is a wonderful comedic moment. I love the image of the of the, of the fancy vest and the hat and this like horribly disfigured um, skull man. Yeah. That kind of appealed to me. This is a very disturbing design you've come up with here. Yeah, I, I'm glad. Thank yeah, you. it's really messed up and I like it a lot. Yeah. I'm a, I also love the, love this really dorky bit at the bottom here. He's like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> we've played the great game for centuries. No more. I end the game forever. Um, but it is wonderful forgive my melodramatic entrance he says (laughs) somewhat this is some looney tune stuff i love how he jumps into the frame with putting his hat on you really had a blast here simon and i love it and then we see that um strapped to the heart of the singularity Uh, or where the singularity will will go right. is uh, Dante and Jenna. Dante and Jenny strapped and across the guns. Strapped across the guns. Yeah. Um, so he is basically saying that that he's just going to blow up their ship. Yeah, he's just going to blow up their ship. He just doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. All right. This is where we start to realize that he's not actually out to get anything. He's just a nihilist. He wants to destroy right. everything. I mean, as someone who has suffered from chronic pain, it will drive you mad. I, to it truly extent. will. All right, should I get you a silk purple top hat? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can look that good, though. He really he mm. really wears it well. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, as we move into the final part... Yeah. Of this epic, we are coming to the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's an old saying from the planet Arrakis, never be in the company of someone you wouldn't want to die with. Dune I, reference. I actually looked it up. Dune is I Dune. actually looked it up. Yeah? It is, you should never be in the company of anyone with whom you would not want to die. Of course. And it is from Dune Chronicles number four. Four? I didn't get yes, that far. Yes, God Emperor Dune. of Dune. Oof, I didn't get that far with Dune Chronicles. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, Dune would be another good read through. Oof, I've read the is it too one. much? First, I got right halfway through this, the second one. I got like, Ugh, yeah, I can't be bothered too with much. This anymore. Okay, well, in any event, that's mm. where this lovely quote is from. Yeah, the planet Arrakis. Mm. I, I do like that that Dante exists in a universe with with Dune and sandworms mm. and Bene Gesserits. Yeah. That's yeah. that's cool. Um, we'll just appropriate all of it. I mean, why not? Uh, and so you Dante. That Skywalker kid recently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have. Um, and so we realize that Dante is trying to unleash his bio blades yeah, and the restraints are suppressing it. And so mm -hmm. they're cutting back into Dante. Yeah. So he's bleeding. So he's badly. bleeding really badly because he's fighting. Yeah. Um, this is this bit I love. It's Kvass's kind of grand gesture. He's like, well, this is, I, I am your equal now. And he's like putting on that. He somehow yes. is in command of this situation. And the aristocrats are just like, what a fucking idiot. Oh, they're just laughing themselves Who are sick. You? Because he's basically moron. giving them the opportunity. Yeah. Um, the Empire can still survive under the rule of someone worthier. Yes. The Dark Star will fire in approximately seven minutes. Hand power over to myself and the warlords, and I shall commute the death sentence of the Empire. It'll be the shortest coup in See, history. this is Kvass is a career military man who is obviously not of particularly great family himself. Who believes that because he holds military power, he holds power. That's not how aristocracy works. Right. And he's like completely misunderstood the situation. And the aristocrats are like, no, no, you, you dumb. Laughing you, themselves you, sick. You dumb oaf. And you have no idea what you're doing. And we have Valentine we like, kill everything. in the background. Yeah. As Hi. he's making this big speech, we have this. da 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 here he comes through the back with his top yeah, hat. He's still laughing. Oh, it's one, and he's laughing. He's laughing. Because he knows it. He On the other end of it is laughing, and he's saying, like, father, like son. Of course. What I expected, just what I wanted. He knew that they mm -hmm. weren't going to accept this. Yeah. And Kavass is surprised. Mm -hmm. You said we would rule together. And oh, you promised he says, me. I played on your ambitions. And you're. Gullibility, I frankly. want to destroy the empire, not rule it or hand it over to fascist fools like yourselves. Yep. And then I love, it's so funny. And then we have Dimitri and the czar shaking hands. Well, seems like nobody wins the great game. Yeah. Oh, well, at least we did it with style. Yeah. Well, lead the fighter assault. Okay. Constantine saluting. They're all just like, well. reference to World War One, where, you know, all the, the, the generals would quite happily have sat down for tea and had a nice, quiet, genteel conversation while their men were all murdering each other in the battlefield. Because yeah. they had more in common with each other. Right. All the crown heads of Europe were related to Queen Victoria at that time. They were all family. Uh, and yet the peons were out there giving their lives for queen and country. Right. Um, somehow this mattered. And it's one of, it's one of Robbie's things about like class and, uh, and power and privilege. Well, he does it well. Yep. I mean, it's very clear right here. Yep. And, uh, you know, Kvass is basically saying deactivate the dark star. We'll all be killed. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Valentine, uh, Valentine says, you're confusing me with someone who gives a damn. I bypass the controls and I link them to my weapons crest. Mm -hmm. If you want to deactivate it, you gotta get through me. Mm -mm. 
So the war, he, he says warlords kill him, and of course, without even turning around, Valentine shoots out his bio blades, mm-hmm. and your phone is going off. Yep, anyway, carry on. Yeah, you gotta silence that. Put it on a do not disturb. Um, so he shoots uh, the bio blades out of the back of his hands and kills the two warlords that are attempting to kill him and cuts Casu- off the arm. Casually. Yeah, just casually. I mean, it's yeah. like he's sneezing or throwing yeah, something yeah. over his shoulder. It's complete um, contempt for them. Yes, indeed. Uh, and, and the arm comes space off. Space battle. And then space battle. Tell mm. us what's happening here, Simon. Uh, these are these are blue strike hawks all flying at the comet, um, trying to gain whatever advantage they can. And Missiles. the comet is sort of shooting. Yeah, the, the fireballs. The heavily armed. Yeah. It's a space oh, it's shooting battle. missiles. Yeah, it's a space. They're battle. missiles. Got it. Got yeah. it. It's what happens in space? Yeah, um, and as all this scree, doom, and scaraboom yeah. is happening, uh, who couldn't be happier standing in the middle, hands on his hips, amongst the flames? Valentine. Valentine the Chaos Monkey. Yeah, he's really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Dante has finally gotten his bio blades then to break through these restraints. Mm-hmm. What he's been doing and why he's been bleeding this whole time. And Valentine looks pretty excited about it. He does. Prospect. He's like, Dante, I get to fight you. Yeah. And uh, so the big fight begins mm-hmm. between Dante and Valentine, the murderer of our beloved Ellie. Mm-hmm. And he says, how can you fight? Uh, for the family mm-hmm. when you know what Dimitri did to your mother? Mm-hmm. How can you live with yourself? Which, yep. like, fair enough question. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, he's fighting for all of existence at this minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, from one moment to the next, Valentine can't remember. He's, like, unmaking reality, which is, and you know, also, enough of a cause for any of us. He gesticulated theatrically through the chest of his dead lover. Oh, yes. Yeah. Does he even remember that at this no, point? I, I, I think not. I don't think reality has a big hold I don't think reality has a big hold on What Valentin was yeah. doing right now. And, uh, and Dante's saying, I'll make him pay. Don't you worry. And That's, that's a foreshadowing. That is a foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I don't know, but it yeah. felt that way. Yep. And he says, I'm not fighting for their honor. And we get this beautiful shot of Ellie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leaning on her hands, mm-hmm. not wearing very much. No. Uh, in a in a happier in her happier younger days with Dante, yep. back when they were carefree and they thought mm-hmm. they could run away together. Um, and he, as he's fighting Valentine, Valentine starts to come apart at the seams. Yeah. And the crest says Dante's crest says that the psychosis is driving Valentine's weapons crest out of control. And you do some wonderful, weird, can you call it body horror, horror at this point? It's mostly mech. It's the spiky. Yeah. What's happening here, Simon? Valentine's just coming apart. Literally, the, the body is no longer in control of the crest, and the crest has lost lost its integrity. So it's just like literally exploding out from every angle. You know, this is reminding me of uh, The Expanse. Yeah. Oh, the Remember proto, the, the proto-molecule, proto what, yeah. what happens in the Expanse, for mm-hmm. any Expanse fans who also yeah. also read 2080. If you're not an Expanse fan, you should be. You should be. be. Um, I don't know how you get it in, in Britain, but uh, it's on it's all on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, if that if that's something that it's the rights are, it is tremendous. It is, it is quite a thing mm-hmm. to go through. 
Anyway, um, anyway so back Dante. to the battleship Potemkin Assault Force. Approximately three minutes to Dark Star launch, so we're mm -hmm. still counting down right. to the Empire being annihilated. Right. Um, and Kvass is on the ground giving Dante his gun. Dante immediately uses the gun to shoot to Kvass. Shoot Kvass. <laughs> I love this. I had to look for a minute because it was like it was like your gun, and then he says, "See you in hell," and I'm like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. Kvass handed him his gun, and then he got shot with it. Yeah. Like. Wow. Yeah. Because I guess because Kavas is just so like bowled over by the the double cross on him um, that he is like, well, I guess a. I might as well do something. I might as well I mean, do something. I don't have much agency here. Let's try this. And he shoots. Oh boy, him. that didn't work out. That well. didn't work out well. Bless oh, bless Dante for shooting him yeah. and then yeah. shooting. Uh, Valentine. Valentine. Literally comes to pieces. I mean, is this a spinal column right here? Uh, that's a jaw. Oh, that's a that's jaw. A, oh, it a is a jaw. Bone. Look at that. Jaw bone, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we have kind of a, a rib, cage. rib cage blasting open here. Yeah, probably, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and uh, so Jenna's still trapped in the machine. Yep. And we're at T minus three minutes here. Mm -hmm. um, and actually some time's passed because she says we've got only seconds before the Dark Star mm -hmm. fires. I'm here. I'm here. I think at least most of me is. But Not yet, fr like the like the serial killer jumping up in the last reel of the movie, <laughs> Carrie's hand reaching up from the grave. We have the Valentine are still, still on the make, <laughs> which I mean I thought that his his uh, his Huntsman Five Thousand was supposed to adapt well, to kill is anything. The competition between the Huntsman and the Crest. I which see. one's more powerful? Okay, because they were both made from the same place. Uh, arguably, I'm not sure where the Huntsman comes from, but well, the, well, it may, the, may or may not be the same technology. Because the woman who gave it to yes. him was from the She's same from dimension the, where the crest yeah. Yeah. was made. Let's say that they're the same technology. Um, which is interesting because at one point, I think we skipped past it, Jenna said, I recognize that gun. Mm -hmm. Which I think is really interesting because how the hell does Jenna know where that's from? Because it's from mm -hmm. another dimension. Right. So, foreshadow, Don't maybe? Know. Don't know. Um, but she does say she recognizes it. Anyway, uh, here comes Valentine. Stay with the Romanovs and you'll become like them, boy. Better to die now. Mm -hmm. And Jenna says, Nikolai the Dark Star, ever thinking on her feet, that Jenna. Yep. And he says, this is for Eloise, and throws Valentine into the singularity. Yep. And they begin wrapping around each other in a wonderful... It's basically Uzumaki. Before I was going <laughs> I read Uzumaki. Um, which is great, because that's one of my favorite comics. By the way, Junji Ito, if you haven't read Junji Ito, go read it. Um, Uzumaki is, is the name of the comic. Uzumaki is the spiral. Most, the spiral, which is one of his most famous comics, and it's all about this sort of spiral. And part of it is this kind of body horror spiral. Yes, yeah, so of people turning flesh, into spirals. Yes, being turned into Oof, sort of which vortex. is hideous, and that's what we're seeing here. Yeah. So good job, you. I feel I preempted that. Yeah, very nice. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> Jenna, you know, I'm beginning if you really are too cool to kill or just too, too dumb, dumb to, to die. die. <laughs> hey! Wonderful. Good line, Jenna. It really is. Good line, Robbie. Well, yeah, well it's, done. It's, it's true. Um, and uh, we are told here that Valentine controlled the Dark Star through the biotechnology hmm. of his weapons crest, and the crest started disassembling when it inadvertently became the weapons target. Right. Yeah. And so they put this weird twi forever twisting mm -hmm. um uh sphere in a sphere yeah like they, it's, they bottled it they bottled it they bottled mm -hmm. the singularity which is just this whip whirling around of right. like dead body parts yes. um 
into this sort of like giant Christmas tree ornament. Yeah. And then immediately the family start fighting over who's who who it belongs, who it belongs to. to. The czar says it's mine because I'm the czar. Yeah. And I have the contract with the manufacturers of mm -hmm. the Dark Star. Right. And Dimitri says, that's my kid yep. in there. So it's Not mine. Not that he cares otherwise. Not that he really cares. And then it blows up and we see that Dante and Jenna both mm -hmm. have shot it. Yep. Uh, with their weapons. And he says it's called Détente, a time-honored tradition, tradition of the of great, great game. game. Jenna you don't finishes. Have it, and we don't have it. You don't have it, we don't have it. And uh, then we move on to later on the battleship Potemkin, mm -hmm. and we see Jenna dressed rather fabulously. And this, the style has changed here, to me. Um, not deliberate. I mean, I, it's it's moving slower, so I'm being a little bit more ornate. Yeah, I really. I, I a minute I thought it was mm. somebody else's page, actually. No, no, I just um, spent a little bit of time on the page just to. You get really it. went nuts on Jenna's fabulous outfit. Absolutely fabulous. Yes, yeah. and she looks incredible mm -hmm. uh, in her long, beautiful purple pinkish purple gown heavily brocaded huge brocade many mm -hmm. gold necklaces and mm -hmm. a tiara yeah um and dante is staring out the window with a bottle of vodka looking at the hologram of his wedding with ellie yeah jenna comes up to talk to him mm -hmm. and she says you did save the empire maybe even the universe and dante says he's going to get drunk enough to think it was worth saving and jenna says mind if i join you and he mm -hmm. says, I'm a dangerous man to get drunk with. Mm -hmm. And she says, here's to living dangerously. Ta-da! And we come to the end. And that is the end of the great game. It is the end of the great game. Jenna and Dante sharing Jenna. vodka, staring off into space. Yes. Potentially something happens next, which may or may not be very important for next, what happens next. But um, yes, it's, um, it's, it's, it's good. I think, that, I think it's a very strong... It's the first really strong piece, single story that kind of really, kind of makes Dante work to my mind. Because mm -hmm. you get a whole suddenly the politics is in full gear. Yep. It's a great, great big rip snorting action adventure. There's stakes that matter. Um, the characters develop as it goes. I mean, Dante at the end is un unashamedly heroic. Yeah. Um, he largely restrains his dickishness. Um, yeah, not a lot of Dickelai in these pages. Not a lot of Dickelai Nanti. No, no. Um, so it's 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 you know it's the first time he's really been since Rudenstein been unashamedly heroic. Yeah. Um, and he has to choose a side. It's clear at this point that he has to choose a side, and um, it's not clear which one he's going to go for. Which side are you on? Yeah, which side are you on? And Jenna is certainly yeah. very drawn to him at this point. Yeah. yeah. Sort of cards on the table it's clear we're building something bigger this is the first time we can see the, the scale of it mm -hmm. i think yeah um, and i'm very happy with how it yeah. came out yeah how are you feeling about it good good yeah good. good i mean there's obviously niggles there's always niggles but um yeah i think it's a good story yeah it works really well well i'm feeling great reading through it that was good well i'm glad that to hear was it. such a that was such a pleasure to read through and you know really get carried away with it mm-hmm um, so I can't wait to keep going. So what's next? Um, and what's next? Well, we're closing the book on Dante for today, but we'll be back next week with the Octobriana Seduction. Oh my goodness. Which is very interesting. It is interesting. That we will be reading that because what are you working on right now, Simon? Octobriana. You're working on Octobriana. Unfinished business. My goodness. 
Well, we will get into that, and we hope you enjoyed our podcast. If so, please subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review so other people can find the read-through. And follow us on Twitter at PodTGDR. Let us know what you think of the podcast, of Dante, comics, whatever is on your mind. We love hearing from you folks. I'm Edie. And I'm Simon. And we will catch you next time. See ya.